You're listening to the Love Your Neighbor Podcast. Hey, thanks for joining us on the Lynx Podcast. My name is John, and uh, I want to just thank you for joining us. I also want to thank Michael Gross and Hegg Realtors, along with Kingbird Coffee, for sponsoring this season of the Lynx Podcast. We can't do uh, the Lynx Podcast without your support. Thank you so much, uh, Michael and Jessica, for believing in what we're doing, building community one conversation at a time. Today's conversation is with Caleb Lindsay Stevens, business owner, athlete, coach, at University Augustana. We're so excited to have Caleb with us today. Uh, why don't you join me in this conversation with Caleb Lindsay Stevens? Well, Caleb, thanks for joining us on the Love Your Neighbor podcast. It's good to have you with us. Yes, Welcome. absolutely. Thanks for having me. Uh, now, you're you're in the nutrition business. Um, I know we're sponsored today by <laughs> <laughs> Flyboy Donuts and Kingbird Coffee, but um, so, so go feel free. I mean, treat yourself, right? Yes, you absolutely, absolutely. No, I mean, we definitely in the the nutrition business in terms of what we represent at the drop, um, having the Herbalife Nutrition as a product line that we carry. Um, but at the same time, we always say, you know, everything in moderation, right? It's not one of those things where it's one size fits all. I definitely eat donuts. I de- definitely drink coffee. I'd say it's almost more of the the community business than it is necessarily nutrition specific business. Yeah. You have, and at your at the drop, you have all kinds of tasty. Like you're regularly changing out the flavors. There's all kinds of specials. <laughs> we yeah, so we do frequently. Usually, it involves an entire menu change. Uh, okay. And our regular customers are usually the ones who notice first, and they get, uh, you know, a little frustrated or they question, "What the heck is going on in here? Why is everything different?" Um, but definitely, I mean, we have energizing drinks. We've got complete meal replacement smoothies. Um, we offer one-on-one nutritional coaching, kind of all those types of things. So we we jokingly say it's a lot more than just a shake or just a smoothie. But it is the shake and the, the tea and the, the smoothie, the shake, the combination is really a full, I mean, you get a full meal out of that. Yes, absolutely. So all of our, like the nutritional content wise, it's a complete meal replacement smoothie. Um, and the tea itself is something that, you know, depending on where you're at in your day, if you're looking for that uh, healthy energy kick, if you're looking for a metabolism boost or just something to get you going in the day or even just something to drink on and increase, you know, the amount of water and liquid that you get within your diet. Again, it's all part of that complete picture. Yeah. How did you get into, now, we want to talk about you, Caleb, this is the Love Your Neighbor Podcast. We want to get to know you. Tell yeah. us a little bit about, first of all, like who you are, where you came from. Talk to us about your background and yeah. and, and bring us how you got to brand it. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm um, originally from Minnesota, so I grew up in the Twin Cities area. Um, was born and raised in St. Louis Park, Minnesota. Uh, going into my freshman year of high school, my mom thought it was a great decision to move us out of the school district that I had grown up in. So, you know, as a 13, 14-year-old boy, that was uh, very, very good, right? We were excited about it. We loved it. It's not the case at all. Um, absolutely frustrated about it. Definitely, you know, you're ruining my life, all those different types of things. Um, but I ended up graduating from Buffalo, Minnesota, Um you know, hindsight, we always say is 2020 ended up being probably one of the best moves that my mom could have done at that time for me. Um, it really put me on a path, um, in the athletics world to excel in a sport that I could take beyond just high school. Um, so that's actually how I ended up in Sioux Falls. Um, I have a foster brother, the exact same age as me. So he was going out of high school. He was going to the university of Sioux Falls. Um, I was supposed to be a golden gopher. That was my dream school. I was, like, like I said, born multiple blocks away from the university itself. 
Um, and it just wasn't in the cards for me to go to that division one level out of school. Um, so I actually came to the university of Sioux Falls along with my foster brother at the time. So that's how I ended up in Sioux Falls. Um, spent my sophomore year in North Carolina and then came back to the university of Sioux Falls where I finished my final three years of school. Um, so I was one of those, you know, traditional five year student athletes (laughs) at some point in time, we need to hang it up. Um, And so that's how I ended up in South Dakota. Um, My senior year is actually when I started dating my now wife. Um, She was a sophomore at the University of Sioux Falls. So she transferred out of the University of Sioux Falls to Minnesota State Mankato. Um, So we spent three and a half, four years in the Mankato area. She finished up schooling. She graduated. And then in October of 2018, we had the opportunity to come back to Sioux Falls to pursue um, our businesses. Um, and that's kind of what brought us back to the area. And then naturally my wife is, her hometown is Brandon. So she wanted to open a nutrition club in her hometown and have that community impact. So that's how we ended up with our, our local business in Brandon. For those of us, for those that might not know who your wife is. Yeah. Who are you? Who so is your wife? Haley Kruger is my wife. So Kruger is her maiden name. Um, now Lindsay Stevens. So she was a you know a good athlete in the Brandon area. I'm pretty sure she still holds some of the school records on the track and cross country and that kind of stuff. But so what what events did you do? You competed in college. What were the events that you specialized in? Or yeah, so I that? specialized in uh, long jump in the 200, or probably my two specialized event areas. Um, but I really ran everything, right? I covered the gamut of track and field. So I did long jump, triple jump, short sprints, uh, up through the 400, ran the thousand, a couple different races, did the heptathlon. So did a little bit, of, a little bit of everything throughout my entire collegiate career. How, how, how do you, I mean, what was the, your mindset, you know, at, at USF training multi events? I mean, <laughs> what, what did you learn, you know, coming out of high school? What was, what did you learn about your body and taking care of your body through that. Yeah, absolutely. So I think the biggest part there was, uh, I actually have a really good buddy who, um, on the personal training side, so we actually went to the university of Sioux Falls together. Um, he spent a little bit of time in the NFL doing some personal training, doing some, uh, team level training was with the, uh, San Francisco 49ers for a couple years. Um, and the big part that he always said was you can't overtrain; You can only under recover. And so that was just one of the mentalities that really for us as athletes, it was the same, almost the same thing, right? Most athletes, when you get to the collegiate level, they were all the, like I tell, I coach now at Augustana. Um, yes, traded, went across the street, you know, we'll figure it out covering, covering both schools. <laughs> um, but we, the biggest part that I say now working with my athletes is the idea of when you get out of high school, everybody was probably one of the best kids in their high school. Then you get to college and all of a sudden you're on this playing field of everybody was the best. Um, So there we turn and say, what is it that brings you to the next level? Um, I mean, really there's, you know, there's how many different track and field programs around the nation that all end up having, you know, relatively good coaches. Um, I mean, they're all coaching at that next level. They're all coaching at a higher level. So then, okay, I've got the great programming. If I turn around and I sleep or recover, right, at a high rate, um, after that, it turns into what do I, what am I fueling my body with to get these results? Um, that was something for me, I think, I mean, I'm definitely a team player, right? I've always been a team player, even within our businesses now. Um, but I think that's something that naturally graduated or gravitated towards in the track and field world was the idea of I can 
I can solely be responsible for the outcome of what happens, right? So for me, it was I can I can feel my body correctly. I can make sure I'm getting the right amount of sleeps, and then when or right amount of sleep, amount of recovery. Then when I line up between the white lines, or when I step on that runway, it's truly on me at that moment in time to perform. Yeah. So tell, tell me a little about your journey. You know, from being an athlete now to you do a lot of coaching mm-hmm. and mentoring. You're, you mentioned coaching at Augustana yep. University. Talk about that journey from being a uh, uh, an athlete that's competing to now being a mentor and a coach uh, for others. What what's that been like for you? Yeah, so I think it's. Uh, I mean, unknowingly, like I, like I said before, hindsight's twenty twenty. Um, I actually started coaching when I was a sophomore in high school. Um, so I coached the junior bison fourth through sixth grade boys basketball. Um, so I did that for three years of high school and then I moved on as an athlete. Um, and then, you know, as you get older as an athlete, you start to coach the younger kids. And I actually started coaching right out of college. So I took over, um, as the long and triple jump coach at Mankato West high school. Um, the first spring season when I was out of school, I was there for two seasons as the long, well, I coached long and triple the entire time I was there, but two seasons is just an assistant coach. And then I took over the Mankato West boys program uh, as the head coach for four seasons. And then we relocated to Sioux Falls. I actually commuted for two years. Uh, so, you know, that was an interesting, interesting <laughs> scenario. I'd leave on, uh, leave Monday afternoon and I'd come back home like Friday after practice. Um, so we were up in the, I mean, did that for two years and then uh, transitioned to Sioux Falls. I actually got, technically I got recruited to coach. So uh, Coach Binstock over at uh, the University of Augustana knew me as an athlete. Um, and some of the kids I competed against knew that I was back in the Sioux Falls area, wasn't necessarily plugged into one of the programs yet. So had a conversation with Greg, and that kind of led us to where we are now, and this is year two at Augie. So you pretty much, you've been coaching, I mean, from the jump. Like, long time, <laughs> very long time. <laughs> so, well, that's cool. So that's, it's kind of in your blood then. Yeah. I mean, this is something, and I, I've appreciated, something I've appreciated, you know, since you guys have come to Brandon, uh, I think initially for me, um, having seen a lot of different products, a lot of different systems come and go, I know there was a, uh, there was a product system a number of years ago that came when I was coming out of college, it was mm-hmm. called Advocare, mm-hmm. and uh, knew a lot of people that got into that for the, the nutritional benefits, but then also the business side of it. Mm-hmm. And so having been through that myself, there was a little bit of skepticism, like, okay, what is this model? How do I understand <laughs> this? Uh, but for me, and and I would say this, I, I've appreciated how relational you guys are and just mm-hmm. truly invested. And, um, you know, talk about that model for anybody that's, you know, kind of weirded out by, yeah, by products and stuff absolutely. like that. I mean, so I think, I think for us, the big part is it's, it's a, 100% relationship-based business for us. Um, I can definitely say there's people who don't approach it in that mindset. Um, but I know at times I sit back and I'm like, man, at times I might not be I might not be that great of a businessman because I'm not constantly focused on selling this or getting you to get this or having you buy that. Like I have plenty of people who stop in, we literally have a conversation and they're like, all right, I'm gonna carry on with my day. It's like, great, sounds good. Like I don't sit back and that's not, you know, business to business is a different, it's a different story, right? But when it comes to just the community impact in and of itself, like it's the business side for us is has always been a secondary piece. It if we're doing a good job taking care of people, then our business will do a good job taking care of us. Um, so that's been the biggest part for us, and I think it's truly just the idea of we have an an opportunity 
or something for everybody if they so choose to take it. Um, I mean, it's it's funny when we first made the transition. So we left like our, our corporate jobs, right? I've worked as a school social worker for four years. Um, my wife worked in the finance world for two and a half, three years when we first got out of school. Um, and so it was kind of the that risk, right? Like, oh, we're going to go open our own business. And you always have the, the naysayers and those are the first people that you'll see. Those are the first people that'll jump out. Um, but you know, you just, if you're committed and you have the vision behind what you're going after, like they just kind of dwindle out and they're always going to be there. But you know, if it, if it's supposed to be, it'll work. And the part that we, we truly love, especially as a former athletes, right. Is we can control the outcome of our business, which is big for us. And so like, if we choose to take care of a community, if we choose to you know, donate, if we choose to volunteer, if we choose to do those different types of things, we're in control of what that looks like, um, which is huge for us. And it's not even the idea of like, I need to be in control of everything that happens on a daily basis. It's more the idea of like, we get the opportunity to do that. Um, so even for us now, right, we have a six month old at home, um, or will be six months very soon. We get to dictate as to whether or not he has to go to daycare, right? It's like Haley doesn't have to go back to work so she can hang out with Kendrick so he doesn't have to go to daycare. Um, So we get to choose that, right? We also have the opportunity for him to hang out with grandma multiple days a week if we so want him to, right? So everybody needs those breaks at times. But it's probably the big part for us is just, again, it's, it's an opportunity that we just took and ran with. And, you know, if there's others who want the same opportunity, great. And if not, like, great. We're still going to love you guys exactly where you're at, which is really what we're here to do. So. Well, I appreciate, I appreciate you and, you know, sharing that. What talk about being a, a young, a dad now mm-hmm. you're, you've, you've got to, that's a, that's an experience in itself. What, what's that been like for you being in, you know, in, in serving in the branded community and living yeah. here? What's, what's, What's a dad like for you? So it's been, uh, for me, it's been, it's been great. <laughs> if you ask Haley, she'd be like, hey, it doesn't do much. <laughs> um, <laughs> but as first time parents with the little one, we've been extremely spoiled. Um, so my oldest niece was actually born um, my sophomore year of high school. Um, and I remember her just like, like an awful baby, right? Like sleeps on her tummy, but doesn't actually sleep. You pat her butt for, you know, 30 plus minutes and you try to sneak out of the room, one crack in the floor and she wakes up right away. Um, so we've been extremely blessed and extremely spoiled with Kendricks. Um, you know, and we're well aware of it too. It's not like we're like, Oh, we have no idea. Like we joke and people are like, Oh, you gotta have, you you gotta have another kid. He's so cute. And we're like, I don't know. Like if our second kid is, (laughs) is even close to Kendricks, he's, they're probably still not going to be that great. Um, so, you know, we're, we're well aware of that it's been a really smooth transition for us. Um, and like I said, he's just, he's a great kid, right? He's super loving, super smiley, sleeps great, eats great. We just can't like zero complaints. I, I've said recently, right? Some of our customers have come in. I say, when we complain about the fact that, oh, last night he had to sleep close to us to sleep through the entire night. Like those are our complaints as parents. <laughs> so we really don't, we don't have much we get to complain about. That's cool, man. Well, it's been it's been cool to see you do that. You're uh, Kendrickson grew up in a, a pretty cool home. Mm-hmm. It's good to good to have you guys uh, a part of the Brandon community. Um, what have you since you've come to Brandon? Now you've been in you know Buffalo, mm-hmm. Sioux Falls, Mankato. What 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 about Brandon itself as a community? Have you come to appreciate and you really have chosen to kind of make this home? What what is it yeah. about Brandon? I think the big part for us. So you know, initially it was somewhat out of my 
control, right? Like my wife's like, yeah, we're, we're going to have, we have kids. They're going to go to Brandon. They're going to stay in Brandon. And I'm like, do I get a vote? But now that we've truly been, been there and been involved, right? My wife has, you know, my, my younger, she has younger siblings that are going through school still. Um, the biggest thing she's already said is one, just like the community in and of itself, right? Like everybody in Brandon, it's a, it's a large school district, but the Brandon community is like that tight knit supportive Brandon community. Um, so that's something that's obviously attractive for us. Um, one on like the business sense, right. But two, just for the community aspect of having kids who go through the school district, right. They can be plugged in. People will know who they are. Um, that stuff's attractive for us. And then I think the other side is really just the, the growth and the potential within the community itself. So it's, I, again, for me, like Buffalo, Minnesota was small, which was like 18,000 people. So all of a sudden, Brandon seems extremely small for me. Um, but again, it creates those relationships. It creates that community. Um, and again, just the the support all the way around. It's fun to see the growth that's happened, um, even in the three years that we've been there. Um, but I know, obviously, Haley's been there for her entire life. So she's seen a lot more growth in the community itself. And obviously, it continues to expand. So that's something that you know, we're excited to see where it goes and what it turns into. I got to ask this question. So who's more competitive, you or Haley? <laughs> uh, I'd probably say Haley's more competitive. Oh, really? Okay. I'd say we're, we're obviously both competitive, right? And I don't know if it's necessarily that she's more competitive. She just doesn't lose graciously, which would lead me to say she's probably more competitive. But she's also overall, she, I mean, she was a better athlete than I was in, in you know, Relative to each event apples area to that apples, we were, right? so <laughs> she she was. I mean, she was training for the Olympics. Like, I mean, that was part of her deal. Like, she wasn't no yep. joke. Yep, she was. So she, after college, she took like a year off. Um, she had some, you know, pretty serious leg injuries throughout her college career that she just competed through. Still competed at a high level. Um, and yeah, I remember in. June of 2018, uh, she was working in the, the corporate world, how we like to say it. And she, she's like, I sit in the basement, I don't have a window. And like, I'm, she would say I'm miserable. Right. And she really wasn't, she'll show up, she'll go to work, she'll do her thing. But she's like, I think I want to train for the 2020 Olympic trials. I was like, great. Like, let's make it happen. She's like, well, I don't know if I have the time right now. And so I was like, awesome. Like very rarely do you have that opportunity to truly go after something like that. Um, so again, us, us being us, like I came back, it was actually when I came back from Mankato, one of those years, um, transitioning back to Sioux Falls in terms of being here full time, no longer commuting. Um, we actually had some money saved up, sold a vehicle to kind of create even, even larger buffer. Um, and I said, awesome. Like quit your job and let's go after it, right? Like how frequently are you going to chase a dream at that level? Um, so that's essentially what we did. June of 2018, she decided that I'm going to start truly training to hopefully compete and make it and make it to the 2020 Olympic trials. Um, again, everything's hindsight, right? It got ex expanded and pushed out a year. Um, we had some, yeah. you know, health and things come along the way. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was, she was. I joke now there's days where she's like, I miss track. So I think she, you know, she's in that, that mode of kind of recovering and getting her body back. But do you, do you guys talk shop? Like you're coaching events. I mean, do, do you run stuff by her uh, from a coaching perspective or is she more of a competitor? Would she? Um, so it's, it's kind of both. I mean, obviously I was out, I was done. So I'm a couple years older than she is. So I was done competing when she was still in college. Um, 
so a lot of the times, like the obviously the nutritional side, we kind of created our plan for that. The mental side of sports is huge. Um, so we'd kind of coach, I would coach her in that process. Um, but we'd also have to wear different hats. Like there'd be days where I'm like, okay, look, like my coach hat is on. So you can't look at me like your, your boyfriend, your husband, like this is the coach hat. So I'm going to get after you a little bit. But again, that's, you know, as a competitor for her, that's what she needed. Sure. Um, so it's kind of, kind of both now. <laughs> cool, man. Well, Hey, thanks for taking some time and uh, joining us. Um, if, you guys, right in Brandon, the drop. Yeah, absolutely. Brandon, right Heck by yeah. the steakhouse, across from the high school. Yep, yep. Um, anything else about the drop or the wave in Sioux Falls? I mean, I mean, not much. If you're looking for one of our physical locations, we always say, you know, the drop in Brandon, it's our front windows look across the road to Pizza Ranch and our right windows or our door look out to the high school. So we have a lot of people who will turn and say, right, Brandon is that small community. And many of people are like, oh, I thought you were – where's the Brandon Steakhouse is probably the number one question. I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> There's like five restaurants in town and you don't know where we are, but yeah, we'd obviously love to see everybody, everybody swing by or just stop in and check us out again. It's just more of that community environment, that community feel. So we'd appreciate it. Well, Hey, consider like a cinnamon twist, uh, shake hey, for next month's special, right? We've got one out there. Cinnamon roll sponsored by right, dunk it right King in Bird and Flyboy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Awesome. Hey, have a great day. Thanks for joining us. You as well. Absolutely. Thank you for joining us on the Love Your Neighbor podcast. The purpose of the Love Your Neighbor podcast is to build community one conversation at a time. You can help us build that community by sharing the podcast on your social media channels and rating our podcast on whatever platform you're listening from. Another way is to let us know of any neighbors who have a story. Go Leaks! Go Leaks!